Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, Glenn. How you doing? All right, Mike. Doing great. Doing good, great. Good I got be. the double cup today. I actually burnt my tongue. So you burnt your tongue. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough session. I see a lawsuit somewhere. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if you totally. can. Uh, yeah, Mike. I'm in a forgiving mode. Are you in a forgiving mode? Yeah. Well, you're 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 making my feelings feel better. Good to better. see you, man. I always love it's, I yeah. love jumping in and having coffee with yeah, you. It's good to be here. It's good to be at Audio Hive too. Uh, Audio Hive is awesome. Brian right. Brian rocks. Yeah, he's our, uh, what do we call it again? I always forget that. It's the coffee maker guy. What is barista. it? Barista. Barista, yeah. He's the podrista. Is that, a, is that even a is that even no. an American word or is that like what, podrista? No. Podri- podrista? No, but we just made it one. Yeah. No, we, we were just chatting a little bit that we when we were talking about doing a uh, Sober.Coffee podcast, we were doing our shopping and, and that lasted about six minutes and we're like, let's go find a professional. So yeah. very grateful to, uh, Brian's very responsive at Audio Hive and, uh, he rocks. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to see it come come together. Somebody just recently asked, "How did this whole thing start?" And you know, it's uh, you know, Glenn uh, Glenn was inspired to to try and help the next struggling alcoholic. Um, you know, with uh, with some messages of experience, strength, and hope. And we thought no better way to do it than out in Podcastville. Yeah, it's cool. I, I have a uh, an anonymous Twitter account mm-hmm. um, focused on sobriety. And I, I was amazed at, at people out there, you know, folks out there that are struggling, that are looking for solutions, and yet they're scared to death to go in, inside the rooms, right, you know? Right. And, um, you know, I, I actually connected with a couple folks, and, and, you know, there was one guy in particular, you know, I worked with him for months, and then he, and then he finally, you know, got up the courage to walk inside, you know, an AA meeting. Mm-hmm. And it was funny, because one, one of his things is, uh, he's like, yeah, but Glenn, what if, what if, like, I, I live in a small town. What if somebody recognizes me? Right, and sure. What if somebody in the, in the meeting realizes that I have oh, a, sure. a drinking problem? And I'm like, well, you realize that they have one, too, yeah, right, which is why they're right. in the meeting. And it's funny. He had never processed it that way. Right. So, so I think, you know, that's why I originally sat down with you on Sober Die Coffee is, hey, there's, there's a lot of stuff we talk about in the rooms, a lot of stuff we talk about with, with our coffees. Right. And, and, hey, there might be somebody out there, you know, who can uh, relate, right. who can use the information, and, and, you know, it could help them today. Right, and we, so. live in a, we live in a new world, you know. I mean, right. Zoom, you know, before March 2020, uh, Zoom was, you know, something that, that happened when I, when I hit the accelerator gas pedal in my car, I Zoomed. You know, now... <laughs> Now it's a it's a verb, you know. I'm just I'm gonna yeah, we'll zoom crazy. we'll zoom later, and I think it's important to embrace the next technology. And you know, if we've got people out in in uh, in the world that are again looking for that message of experience, strength, and hope, I think uh, I think you know it's part of the twelfth step, as we talked about. You know, it's part of the twelfth step to carry share that the message. message. Yep. Yeah, share the message. Absolutely. And we, we've had twenty two million downloads. So I, or I well, think. well, we're just shy or, of twenty two million. Oh, I, oh, we're about 22 million shy of 22 million. Or is it 22 downloads? I'm not yeah, sure right. which one. Either it's way. 22 something. It's 22 something. So, yeah. So, uh, this morning, I, I think uh, we talked, um, 
you were sharing with me that you uh, you hooked up in a for a coffee with somebody else, you cheater, uh, and <laughs> and talked about feelings, and you thought it was a pretty good topic for us to talk about. So I'm interested to hear what insight they brought to uh, uh, to the discussion. Yeah, it's um so yeah, I did have coffee with somebody else. Sorry, so, I, I I did cheat on you, um, <clears throat> but it but it sucked. So no, I'm just kidding. The coffee sucked, or yeah, the coffee sucked. Okay. Um, so. You know, feelings. You know, it was part of part of a meeting. Also, you know, this this woman shared, you know, that she's working with family members and the family members meetings, and um, you know, they had you know with with you know a big family event they just had, and you know, and then she started sharing about you know how the family members' feelings, and and it just clicked for me. A couple mm-hmm. thoughts about feelings. Um, so I just thought we'd, we'd, we'd chat about it here. One is, you know, I and, and probably to, to kick it off, um, you know, I, I remember seeing a Facebook post. Mm-hmm. And you know about Facebook posts, right? Oh, yeah. They're, they are factual. Oh, you know it. Yes. I mean, they, they are like words from God. And, and if, if you see it on Facebook, it's true. And, and the, the post said, and it was just like, you know, like a you know, parking sign, you know, mm-hmm. one of those road mm-hmm. signs. It just said, your thoughts and feelings are valid. Act on them. Hmm. Like, oh that's a great. That's a green light to disaster. I think. Oh my gosh! Like, like I did that my whole life. Yeah, and, right. Uh, you know, doesn't work. No, it doesn't you know, work. In fact, the opposite works. <clears throat> so, so it really started thinking. You know, your thoughts and feelings are valid. Act on them. Worst advice I probably have have ever seen. You know, because if if that was true, uh, I wouldn't be sitting here having you know chatting. You know. With coffee, I'd be in a bottle of booze somewhere. You sure. know, I'd, I'd be acting out again. You right. know, I'd, I'd be disappeared again. I'd be in which hospital is is Glenn in this time, right? So, you know, a couple things. Probably the the, the first place that I really connected with uh, feelings is, you know, in in my four month rehab program, uh, my my counselor gave me this little exercise to do, and um, he gave me a white chair. And he put me outside in a beautiful blue sky, you know, with a couple of clouds. And it was just gorgeous, you know, afternoon. And he said, I want you to sit here for three hours. No cell phones, nothing to read, just, you know, me, the thoughts. And it was one of the most painful experiences I have ever gone through. Um, I can still remember today. It still kind of gives me, like, sweats. And... Um, you know, that was like probably the first time I, I, I recognized and named, you know, head trash. Um, and, and I felt so many things and I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to do with them. Um, and we, we had some time processing that, that afterwards, but man, that was, that was like a real eye opener for me about feelings. And, and, you know, typically as I look back, you know, when I had feelings, I, I didn't like how I felt, so I so I used external, you know, means of escaping those feelings. You know, and booze was primarily one of them. Um, shopping was certainly one of them. You know, uh, media was certainly one of them. Um, you know, accolades and workaholism is you know was certainly one of them too. But you know, just just a way to really recognize feelings. And and, and what I learned through the process is that feelings aren't facts. You know, feelings are, are just, I mean, 
hey, you know, if I feel a hot stove, yeah, that's probably a fact, right? But as far as emotional feelings, you know, I'm aware of them today, you know, but I don't, they don't drive my life. You know, my program drives my life, my passion and purpose to do the next right thing, that drives my life. And, and there are times when I know factually that I'm doing the, the next right thing, but yet I don't feel it. Right. You know, there, there, there's times in when I go to a meeting, I don't feel like going, but I know it's the right thing for me to do. And, and there's this guy, you know, that, that I know that, that we know, uh, Dr. John, and, and he uses this phrase uh, that I really latch onto, um, and that's suffer better, mm-hmm. right? So as I look back to that white plastic chair, man, I was mental suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how I define it. Maybe, you know, somebody else would look at it and say, man, that's fairy tale land. You were fine. But in, in my own mind, I was, I was suffering. And so, you know, one of the things that I have learned is how to suffer better, is how to get through situations like that, whether it's three hours in, in, in a chair. And I'd be curious to see how that would go for me today. I, mm-hmm. I think I might try that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would go much better. I know it would. Um, but I've learned to suffer better and get through that. And I'm very aware, hey, I'm going through a time that I don't feel, you know, I don't feel good. I don't feel into it, but I'm going to, you know, persevere and I'm going to get through it. And then that leads into the old first wheel story, which, okay. you know, we'll, we'll have to drop that, um, <clears throat> you know, where, you know, because I know that we've talked about the first wheel a lot, you know, where... You know, there's times I'm on the bottom of my first wheel, you know, and, uh, you know, when I'm at the bottom, I'm smelling the fumes, I'm looking at the trash, you know, and, and, and I feel like crap. But what I have over time is I have enough proof that that first wheel is going to move. Right. And then I'm not at the bottom for very long. I'm not sitting in that white chair for very long, you know. And I, and, and, and I uh, think, Glenn, I think it's, I think you hit on it for me. And that's a, that's a great message because, uh. It cert- you certainly hit a chord with some experience that I had in uh, in my journey as well. But the one thing that jumped out at me as I was listening to you this morning is time. And, um, you know, reality changes as time goes on, right? Because I have more experience. I have, I have more knowledge. Yeah, really I, cool. Yeah, right? And so my experience when I came into the program uh, with emotions was it was so raw because I didn't know how to differentiate fear from anger from joy really I, di- I didn't know what I was feeling because for decades I masked those feelings with uh, you know I numbed the feelings so I, I really wasn't maturing uh, from from an emotional standpoint from the time I was 13 years old and so I had to start from uh, benchmark 14 years old uh, even though my body was 60 I was I was 14 emotionally hmm. and I had to start there and I had to learn those uh, and the other thing that uh, that jumped out at me is is just living you, you, you learn to live with the pain you know there's a saying out in the world in the real world that says uh, pain uh, time time heals all pain I think that's the biggest line of crap in the world I don't think it heals it <laughs> um, but what I think you know like I have tinnitus right and so uh, there's a ringing in my ear and when I first when it first came, I was, it was overwhelming. I, it, it, it affected everything about my, my life. Well, I still have the same level of tinnitus in my, but I, I learned to live with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I don't, uh, I don't respond by t- 
trying to drink it away, eat it away, vitamin it away. It's just, it, I accept it for what it is. And, and as you pointed out, uh, another of my favorite sayings from our friend, Dr. John is, uh, you know, what do you do about it? What do you do about the feeling? You just act yourself rightly to, to right feeling, right? So you, you start by acting as if, and, and then you let your feelings kind of catch up with it. That, that was his advice to me. And I, I hang on that as well. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I love that, Mike. You know, and and that's one of the things. You know, when when this one was, was talking, I kind of jumped in and and I said, "Hey," I said, "the best way to you know to change feelings, you know, you have to act your way right to better feelings." Right. Um, you know, then you know, I was I was talking to my uh, wife, and you know, she's using these words, you know, and I'm not even sure, you know, what they mean, right? Like she used the word happy, huh. you know. She goes, "Hey, you know, are you happy?" And I'm like, well, define happy, for, yeah, you know, right. for me, right? You know, I said, I don't know, you know, and that's, you know, I know what wet is, right? Mm -hmm. I know mathematically what certain numbers mean, right? But feelings are so subjective. Sure, there. You know, and 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 so I told her, I said, hey, I'm not even sure if I can define, you know, happy, and, you know, and and so I just kind of rolled out, you know, a bunch of these subjective words, you know, that represent feelings and. You know, hey, I, I have found that my best living is done when I consciously, cognitively know, and, and they're probably two words that I probably shouldn't use because they're over my head, but, you know, where I, where I know that I'm, what I'm doing is right, and, and I'm okay with that, irregardless of how I feel. So when I'm working with guys, Glenn, when I'm working with guys in, that are new to the program, uh, what, what, what am I, how am I coaching them? As it relates to feelings, how am I coaching them? I mean, how how does it affect? How do feelings affect sobriety uh, for the new guy? How do feelings affect sobriety for the for the old timer? You know, for the person who's got some. Uh, you know, those are the questions that I ask myself. How 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 mm. would you how would That's you great. yeah how would you coach them through uh, their feelings at the early stage of their of their sobriety? So, this is not my quote, and and I I, I guess in some ways I'm still get my arms around it. Uh, but I hear it a lot. And it's, uh, Glenn, this is not a feel-good program. Mm. Um, it's a get-better program, right? And, um, I mean, hey, do I love to, to feel good? Absolutely. But, but what I've noticed factually for me is, you know, if, if I make decisions based on feelings, I get myself in trouble. You know, I, I just do. And um, so it, it, it's not a feel-good program, but yet I feel better than I did. Right. You know, I mean, you know. So, so the suggestion is understand your feelings, if I'm hearing you right. Understand your feelings, but act through them in your quest to get better. I'm trying to get it into a succinct sentence that, that would make sense for the newcomer. Yeah, you know, I, like I went through a situation yesterday, and and it, I mean, it was it was a crazy situation, and and today I have tools, right? So instead of just trying to process the feelings myself, you know, and say, hey, this doesn't feel right, because that's kind of still an alarm goes off. I'm very aware, but I picked up the phone and called my sponsor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, here's what's going on, and and of course, every time I call him, it's about somebody else, and his popular answer is. Glenn, that's none of your business. Right. You know, I'm, I, I hate it when he does that. I'm like, 
you know, I, I should learn by now, you know. Uh, but he said, hey, that's none of your business. Are you doing the right thing? Right. And I said, you know, actually, I am. I right. just don't like how it feels. He goes, so what? Mm-hmm. You know, so, I, you know what? Suffer better is is great. I'm not sure if that's good to tell a newcomer because they're really used to suffering. Right. You know, so I'm not sure if that's a real popular one. Um, telling somebody, hey, this is not a feel-good program, mm-hmm. that's kind of negative too, I think, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, but I think the right answer is, hey, you know, especially as your brain comes off booze and your body comes off booze and your brain's trying to figure out how to fire again without booze. And, you know, and for me, that took quite a while. In fact, I think it's still... <laughs> it's still in motion, you know, but it's like, Hey, you know what? You're not going to feel great every day. You, you probably won't feel worse. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's probably a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, recovery takes time, right? Time, you know, and, and as we talk about the promises, as we talk about different things in this program, you know, I love the words, you know, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly for me, I'm, it's never quick for me. I'm always on the slow train and it's just a matter of, Hey, just, you know, keep going at it. It eventually gets better, you know? And we're going to talk a lot about that. I think, uh, I think we've talked about a lot about it in the episodes that uh, to coffee sessions that we've had. And I think we're going to talk about it a lot more. I mean, life on this side of the trade is so much better off than it was on the other side of the trade. I had feelings on both sides of sobriety, Mm -hmm. you know, pre-sober, post-sober and, and, you know, but now understanding them, dealing with them, I think what I've heard this morning is you're going to have them. They might not feel right. They might not feel good, but but they are they're they're necessary. It's, it's necessary to understand them, uh, process them, embrace them, and move forward and just get better. And that's the promise that I can make to the next struggling alcoholic: is that life does get better. It does get better. It might it might not get. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not all rainbows and unicorns and lollipops and, uh, but, but it's better. It's just better. And not, not just the simple stuff like, you know, not getting a DUI. I mean, I'm talking about life. I'm talking about living life. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny is it, at least today I'm being more honest about my feelings. That's right. For, you know, 50 years. Hey, Glenn, how are you? Ah, oh, man, I'm doing great. Super yep. fantastic. Right. You know, bu- super bum would be fantastic as my daughter says. Yeah. Um, you know, and and now I'm able, I'm able to say, Mike, man, I'm 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 having a crap day, man. Things just aren't lining up, you right. know, today. And um, you know, one of the things I just wanted to underline is that we do the next right thing, regardless of how we feel, right? You know, and then you know, one of the things I was talking with this girl, I guess we we can wrap up with with this one. Kind of a last underline is, um, she was trying to control other people's feelings. Oh right, oh, and I'm like. You know, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother world, man. If you can't control your own feelings, how in the world are you going to control somebody else's feelings? That's right. You know, I mean, that's just impossible. And, and, you know, I think that's a good lesson for us too, is we focus on us. Mm -hmm. We focus on doing the next right thing for us, you know, and then let things happen around us and and, and be okay with that. That's right. You know, I love it, Glenn. It's been a good, it's been a good session. I hope it it helped. You know, there's a lot of resources online too. Uh, you know, you can YouTube, uh, you know, managing emotions. You can YouTube, uh, uh, you know, understanding uh, yourself. And, and so invest in yourself, I guess, is is what I'm telling myself this morning. Invest in understanding those 
those feelings and emotions. Yeah, certainly a lot of resources on feelings, and I, I even think there's like a Frank Sinatra song about feelings. Go or ahead, something. you want to get you want to no, close really, us with that? No, okay, I, I, all right, I really we're going like, to thank it's you out there. Let's uh, you. close out with some YouTube. Yeah, there you go. Hit right, it. Thanks, brother. Hit it, Bry. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.